Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. 19 with Kiss on 96.3 Cruise FM. 96.3 Cruise FM. Did I say that right? One of those moments again where the minute you say something, it's like that was missing a number for sure. Did I say it right? You weren't even listening. I wasn't. <laughs> you know the deal. It's Cruise FM, Stacey and Clayton. That's how we should uh, start every conversation. You know. You know the deal. Who we are. Here we go. Let's talk. You already know. Yeah. <laughs> Great attitude, guys. Thanks. Great attitude. Um, now that, you know, the mask mandate is gone, Vax passports gone, uh, the work from home crew here in Saskatchewan, starting to go back to the office full-time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the case here at the Cruise Studios. Uh, before, it was really a bare-bones operation here. At least, like, in the office. Very. I mean, tons of people working from home here at Cruise, except right. for the people on air, because it's where the microphones are. Microphones are kind of key to this job. Mm-hmm. Um so we've been here the entire time. By and, ourselves. And the office fridge has been a very nice perk because four people have been using it, maybe. I think th- you, me, and Kendra. And that's it. That's Dave it. never uses it. So nope. it's been like a, our own little personal fridge. Yep. And not even little, just a giant normal fridge. And then remember, because you cleaned it after yeah. one of when you lost the draft. Yeah. So it's been nice and clean, oh. nice and empty, and ours. I've been throwing like just... <laughs> Like a full can or, or a full like 12 cans of pop in there. Like been doing some grocery shopping, throwing in there. Yeah. The work from home crew strolls in here the other day like they own the place. And they start taking my pop that I brought for myself. Honestly. Really? Honestly. Come on. Now it's my own fault because I left the pop in the box. When you see pop that's in a fridge and it's in the box still, you think that's communal pop. Oh, someone brought in a case of pop. I'm going to grab one. If it was out of the box, like single loose cans in the fridge, that's when you're like, oh, no, that's Because no one is looking at that and being like, oh... Not not one person just brought in a case. I know, of pop. right? No, no, this must be for everybody. What kind of loser brings in twelve Clayton. Pepsis? Me, Clayton does. This guy because it's been our own fridge. And so someone drank your Pepsi. Yeah. Hmm. So the work from home crew, as you're you know moseying back into the office, just remember. For two years, people have been making themselves pretty cozy at the workplace, okay? Respect their space. Well, it's just like it was before when it comes to the work fridge. Just because there was like two years of COVID doesn't mean all the rules are gone. Well, let's be honest here. There are no rules when it comes to the work fridge. I guess. I think it's time for a passive-aggressive email. Oh. To the person who took my Pepsi. 96.3 Cruise FM, that's ACDC. We have 7.30's Request Anything coming up at 7.30, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, 938-0963. You can call or text in a request. Even cruisefm.com can get you that information as well. Had a lot of fun yesterday with our Grinds My Gear segments. There's a lot of alternate options for that phrase, Grinds so My Gears. Uh, we thought of, I don't know, 118 yesterday. Felt like it. Oh, that really. Thins my Lizzie. That was my favorite one from you, personally. Uh, check out the Facebook page, the Instagram page, the Twitter page. Made a fun little video for you. Here's the thing. That's a great example of how tone and how you say something, like the inflections of the words, mm-hmm. very important. Yes. Because when you say it like that, oh, that really taxes my carbon. 
You say it with that sarcastic tone. It's like, oh, it's it grinds my gears, right? Ah, oh, that really flattens my soda. He's he's ticked off, mm-hmm. right? Right. But if you say it with a different style, a different inflection, oh, that really chills my soup. All of a sudden, it becomes sexy. And that's not good. Well, especially for a few of mine. Right. Can I just make a note of my second one? Absolutely. That really tweaks my nipples. Like, that's a bad example. Right? But you say it in the sarcastic way. That really tweaks my nipples. See? Like, tone. Tone is so important. I think we've all been in that text message situation where, where you text something sassy and sarcastic and the person takes it serious. And oh, you're like, yeah. no, 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 no. Because you can't convey tone over text messaging. Unless you, like, blatantly explain it. Right, exactly. Or you do that this uppercase. This was supposed to be sexy, yes, okay? The, the uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase thing where it looks like sarcastic font. But just, just always remember tone. If you you're doing the grinds my gears thing because oh that really steals my biscuits sarcastic that really steals my biscuits sexy for some reason same words different tone doesn't work though for my other example okay that really neuters my dog <laughs> i don't know no that sounds kind of sexy no. to me no. i don't that really lumps my potatoes. That really creams my corn. See? <laughs> See? We both start our mornings with coffee here at the Cruise Studios because coffee is life. Okay. I know. I'm not one of those people where it's like, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. But quite honestly, coming to work and making coffee is like the highlight of my morning. <laughs> We got another episode of that one friend coming up, but I just thought of another one. We all have that one friend who has like 13 coffee signs like that one in their kitchen, right? It's coffee o'clock. Don't talk to me until Uh, I've had my coffee. They have it all over their kitchen. Hey, the, what is that word? The chuggy signs all over the place? Sure, Uh, why not? Yeah, oh. The thing is, uh, we know that coffee, you know, you drink it. Some people drink it for like the actual caffeine boost. Uh I don't know know if I, because I'm still yawning while I'm drinking my coffee. Oh, yeah. I really don't think it has that much of an effect on me. I love the taste of it. I like the warmth, the comfort, that sort of thing. But they say that there's actually a prime time to drink coffee and we're missing it big time. It's like two in the afternoon. Oh. So what? we're doing it wrong because they say, and it has to do with like, if you want the best impact from the caffeine in your coffee, that's when you should do it. Oh, it's not like a, a health benefit thing. Like, oh, oh God, if no. you drink coffee at two in the afternoon as you're opposed to seven in the morning, sooner. yeah, your liver, ooh. <laughs> like, it's not one of those situations. Oh, then go kick rocks, random internet study. I don't care. It's just when it's most beneficial for the caffeine boost. And again, I honestly don't think that I get... I, it's not like once I have my coffee, I'm like, okay, let's do this. When I was a kid, that's what I thought. I thought coffee was this magic juice, this yes. magic elixir that adults drank, and it was like, okay, Super I can powers. function, right? Now I'm an adult. It's like, no, it's just the thing to it's do. just warm and delicious. It's just kind of a way to pass the time. <laughs> I'm bored. Why do let's I drink, drink it? Again, I don't feel more awake after I drink no. this stuff. It's almost as if I'm subliminally addicted to it. Wait a minute. I we're on to something. <laughs> w5. Get on this. Okay. <laughs> 
couple days ago, we were talking about how the Farmers Almanac came out with their 2022 forecast, which is pretty, I want to say pretty ballsy of them to try and forecast the entire year of 2022. Well, that is their job. I know, but like they can... It's so hard with weather. I just don't know why they even bother because Mm -hmm. chances are something's going to happen that's not going to be the same. Uh, The Weather Network is now out with their forecast. And I feel like everyone's like, oh yeah, that was yours? Well, this is ours. Just trying to steal their thunder. Hey, Weather Network. I feel like it's a little bit of one-upping every time because the Farmer's Almanac was like, oh, it's going to be a dry-ish summer with some warm temperatures. Mm -hmm. Weather Network is like, oh, it's going to be all over the place. It's going to be a roller coaster. See, the are thing, they trying to out forecast each other? Is out, that what's happening here? Out forecast each other. <laughs> That's what it seems like. We're forecasting better than you're forecasting, Nana and Boo Boo. Uh, <laughs> in your face. In your face. Pig spleen. Sick bird, man. Cool brag. Uh, I just love how these forecasts, like, like you said, it's going to be dry ish. It's going to be all over the place. What does that even mean? That's You know what that is? That's covering your ass. Exactly. That's Smart why move. I don't like these long-range forecasts. The amount of ishes and kind ofs and all over the place and maybes. It's just this guy. Oh, man. How about we just wait and see? You know, the, and then there won't be yeah. any disappointment. It'll just be like surprise! It rained this month. Just a constant three-day forecast. Yeah. No more week-long no forecasts. Way. Whatever. Mm-mm. Just just kibosh those. Just a three-day forecast from now on. I like it. Do you agree or just like? Do you look into the seven-week forecast, the two-week forecast? Let us know nine three eight zero nine six three seven-day forecast. Do we do away with it? Do we just get rid of it forever? Like these long-range forecasts because they never they never work anyway. Now farmers probably love it. Right, the long range. I would, I would think so. Yeah, keep it around for the farmers. But I mean, that's some people. They go in like the week long forecast. No, unless it's like I guess if you're going on vacation, you're going to look at it mm-hmm. and hope for the best. But again, you just pack whatever, pack every piece of clothing you also, own. Also, can we just throw a shout out to Ish? Just those three letters together, I S H Ish. You throw that at the end of any word, just saves your bacon, except for dish. <laughs> Dishish. Well, yes. <laughs> well put. Baseball fans. Ugh. Tough one for you yesterday. Uh, Rob Manfred, a.k.a. the worst. Um, <laughs> he decided to cancel the first two series of the season. So the first week of the season, not going to happen. Bummer, yeah. obviously. And it just looks like it's going to keep going because the, the, the dispute... What's the dispute over? Money, Is it money? It's always money. Whenever there's a, a labor stoppage in professional sports, it's always money. The players want more money. The owners want to keep the money that they're making. They don't want to give it to the players. The big thing is minor league players. Like There are so many minor league baseball teams out there. Mm-hmm. Each professional baseball team, like major league baseball team, has about four or five minor league teams. A lot of players, a lot of staff, a lot of facilities, right? That's a lot of costs, a lot of overhead. Right. A lot of those single-eight players are making nothing. And you're on the bus like 10 hours a day. It's a grind, and they're not getting compensated fairly. Owners aren't paying them. Right. Owners aren't paying them at all. There's a lot more legal mumbo-jumbo, whatever. Are you sad at all that baseball is not going to be around? No. If, if baseball got canceled, would you even be like, oh, I kind of like the Jays. This is kind of sad. Well, I feel bad, obviously, for the people involved. These are athletes, right? They train for this. This is their job. I feel unfortunate about that. But, like, I just, I'm not a big enough fan to have this really bother me. No. See, if, like, hockey was 
canceled for a season, you'd be more upset. You'd be like, oh, that is actually kind of... Yeah, maybe a bit more upset than baseball. Baseball, it seems like... Baseball's the ultimate in-the-background sport. Oh, yeah. On a Saturday when you're doing chores around the house or whatever, throwing a Jays game in the background, it's perfect. Ignore the first seven innings, start watching when it gets exciting. (laughs) Uh, It's awesome, right? But it's also, I think it's the sport the most where you have to be there to appreciate it. Watching it does a, have a certain feel, yeah. Aura, right? You you were saying you went to a game at Wrigley Field one time. Yeah, that's like when we were in Chicago for a honeymoon. We actually went to two games, and that is like super baseball nostalgia. Cool that feeling, stadium right? is pretty cool, and it was like you know cracking peanuts mm-hmm. and having the hot dogs, and it was really really cool. Four hours, you were entertained the entire time. Right? Absolutely, watching a baseball game on TV for four hours. Not so much. Nightmare City population, you. <laughs> Doing up a resume, oh boy, I haven't done one for a while. It's been like 11 years, something like that. I don't know. I hate it because you have to sell yourself. You have to, you know, highlight all the right things and lay it out properly and cover letters and all that garbage. It's stressful because clearly you want the job you're applying for and it's just a pain in the ass. And then now they have something much, much easier, I think. Video resumes through TikTok. Oh, that's way more difficult. Come I on. said that and I was joking because that sounds like a nightmare to yeah. me. <laughs> Filming a video of myself. Like, do you read your resume via this video resume? What do you do? Do you sell yourself like a product? Do you dance like most TikToks? I don't know. For like, only $100,000 a year, you could have me. Like, I have... <laughs> Only, only. Um, like I have TikTok, but it's mostly for my dog and funny Saskatchewan things that I see. Those are the only two videos that I make: dog videos and Saskatchewan videos. Well, not that's like, are you supposed to do a weird TikTok dance in I your video know. resume? I don't know. I'm not do you need to include stuff. it with a, a like a typed up one as well, or is that it? Is it just like here's twelve seconds of me? Also, too, like, uh, TikToks are pretty short, are they not? Like, usually only 30 seconds? I, if have, that's I your, honestly have no idea. Isn't that kind of pathetic if your resume is 30 seconds? Or is that just a strong suit because you can get down to the point? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was weird because with a video, it opens the door up for possible discrimination. What if someone's like, ooh, that girl's got short hair. I don't like girls with short hair. Or, you know, like that, you know what I well, mean? Well, that person probably dodged a bullet because working somewhere with that kind of boss sounds like it sucks. Well, exactly. But that's the kind of people that are out there, right? Yeah. So I just thought that would be kind of weird. There is one thing that I like about the video resume. No cover letter. I hate the cover letter. Cover letters letter. are the worst. Cover letters, a lot of pressure on that cover yeah. letter, right? I don't know about you, but whenever I applied for a job, I would rewrite the cover letter, I don't know, 84 times. Yep. And every single time, I'm like, am I too braggy? Am I too braggy? Should I throw this in? Should I take this out? Well, and they say you're supposed to do more in your cover letter, like make that your focus yes. than your actual resume. Exactly. It's like, well, geez, what do you want from me? Well, the cover letter has to be epic, but also if it's too long, then they'll just throw your resume out right away. Yeah. But it also can't be too short as well, because then it doesn't show initiative. So, so it has to be. So basically, my whole future is riding on three paragraphs. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> And now it's time for another edition of That One Friend. We all have that one friend who will gladly take your pickle. You don't even have to finish your sentence. They already know what's up. Hey, do you want my... Yes, yes I do. 
Sometimes they wait for you to ask. Most of the time, though, they just grab it without asking. Because you know what? They've been here before. It's the same song and dance. They just know. And that right there is something special. There's a very good chance the pickle mooch is only friends with you because you hate pickles. Think about it. They probably get, like, what, two bonus pickles a week just by hanging out with you. That's 104 pickles a year. That's like five jars of pickles. That's like 25 bucks right there. Quite the scam you got going on here, bud. The pickle mooch doesn't care about the state of the pickle either. A pickle from the bottom of a Caesar? Yep. A warm one from the middle of a burger covered in condiments? Sure. One that's slightly dried out? Why not? A pickle is a pickle. The pickle mooch. We all have that one friend. Let's say Fiona grows up and wants to be a referee. A hockey referee, to be more specific. She's like 15, 16 years old. She's and like, she's Mom. interested in sports? Yeah. She Who really... is this child? She's not mine, that's for sure. Uh, she really wants to be a <laughs> hockey ref. That's how, she, uh, that's how she wants to make some extra money in high school. She wants to ref like novice hockey. Mm-hmm. Immediately, what comes to mind, Stacy? Well, I'm sorry, but I'm finding it very hard to even wrap my head around it because okay. get, we're like the most unsports family ever. Get past this, okay? Um, I would say good for her. I think maybe at first because it's a good way to make some cash. I've Are, heard it's pretty. It's a good side gig, if you will. Are you worried though? Um, you know what? I've heard a few stories, more than one, about how refs don't get treated very well. In all sports, really. That's such garbage how your kid getting a job as a ref should trigger your brain to go, oh, really? I'm a little worried about the crazy hockey mom and dads out there. Like, that's that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Refs get harassed. My source for that is myself. I've played hockey my whole life. It doesn't matter if it's pre-novice, if it's midget AAA, the contacts, the Blazers, or if it's Division D2, ASHL Beer League, like I play. Refs get harassed. Yeah. It doesn't matter what level it is. It's just, whew. And sometimes it's a fun part of the game. You missed that one, ref. You owe us one. Like, it's fun. <laughs> That's, it's, it's part of the game sometimes to give the ref a little bit of a hard time. Little bit. Yeah, that's true. Not saying, hey, your mom's ugly. Something like that, right? Well, you and me in the parking right, lot Exactly, right, now. right? I know your license plate number. Oh, which, my God. believe it or not, has been said more than once or twice in a rink by a parent. It's I believe just it. disgusting. Um, the amount of refs at the Saskatoon Minor Hockey Association has dropped by 31% in the past two seasons. Holy smokes. And there is more hockey going on now than ever before. Hockey is a year-round thing. If you want a job, part-time job, side hustle, whatever you want to call it, be a ref. Be a ref. If you've played hockey your whole life, you know the rules, you know the game, you know how it flows, how it moves, you just know it, right? Be a ref. Be a really, really easy part-time job for you. And would you also have to put in, like, small print, must have thick skin and deal well with confrontation? See, that's the thing that sucks about this. <laughs> exactly. That needs to be a requirement for this job. I umped baseball for two years when I was a teenager, and I still have some PTSD of, like... Again, it's double-A baseball. Your kid's 13. They're not playing for the Blue Jays. Yeah. That's the thing that's tough Yet. to deal with. Oh, yeah, <laughs> me missing that offside call is the reason your 13-year-old kid who can't stop both ways, that's the reason he's not going to make the show. <laughs> is because I missed a tripping call. Clearly. You're right. You're right, Greg, in the stands. Putting Baileys in your coffee. We saw you in the <laughs> lobby, buddy. 
Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise.